Welcome to another episode of We Escalate. I am the producer and co-host, Victor Escalante. I have in the studio my business partner, Vicky Cruz. Uh, Vicky, welcome to the studio. Hey, hey, how are you? How, hi, everyone. You're full of energy today. I am. I am. It's so exciting. I'm so excited to just share um, to our audience what happened yesterday with our law enforcement class. Tell us what you saw. I saw you do an amazing job, Victor. I mean, the way you engage the the officer. So, you know, with We Escalate, we fill the gap. Okay, our mission is to actually close the execution, the execution gap. gap. To provide you the skills, the competencies, the systems, Absolutely. the processes. And so with yesterday's... Um, training that we had of course we this is a training that can be um spread along different other industries right yesterday i saw victor just go at it i mean for some reason i mean when we get around these officers and i think it's because of those years victor share with everyone your experience around the law enforcement arena i've been around the law enforcement for many years most people that are listening to this and that they know me they only know me as a journalist and uh, a content creator of podcasts and and different uh, consulting operations but i actually spent about combined in about 15 years concurrently in law enforcement in uh, business in the legal field both as a as a consultant as well as a project manager, senior writer of a lot of legal briefs, and and I worked for ten years in the criminal justice system, working with offenders. I was also an instructor at the police academy, where I taught detectives and interrogators the art of profiling, and interviewing skills, how to profile and how to interrogate people, whether it's a traffic stop or whether it's a serious crime, with detectives and interrogators. Oh, absolutely. And so not just this training and our last training, I, I was just simply appalled, Victor, with just the lack of, you know, this, you know, when, when we when we see or we talked or we questioned to ask these officers, hey, have you ever gone or have ever, you know, attended such training? Their answer was none. None. There was none in the class that had attended. Actually, the was, previous one. Yes. The previous one, there was one that he says, oh, yeah, I'm familiar with this. I took a one-week training at Rice University for law enforcement. Yes. And so just one. And uh, was there one yesterday? And yesterday? No, no, there no, was no one. No. And that's, that's to even think that we had a detective as yes. well. We had a detective and two senior officers, one of them with about 45 years of experience and one uh, about 35. And not one had taken this class. Yes. I think the, I think this class would just. I think it blew the the mind of the sergeant, the, the sergeant who put on this class, uh, to see how the the officers came around and they really got involved into it. They did, they did, and in the engagement, the participation, I mean, in both classes, was very high, Victor. You so can... let me give you some practical uh, application of what we taught, because again, you may not be law enforcement, so what do you care about uh, learning skills about law enforcement? Well, I taught the, the three modalities that people communicate in, which is visual, auditory, or kinesthetic. Kinesthetic means feeling, okay? So 
People are uniquely wired in their brain to speak in certain predicate words and set cer certain predicate phrases. For example, if I tell you, oh, I see what you mean, that means that I'm representing in my mind images and pictures or a movie of what you're talking to me about. If I say to you, oh, that sounds about right, or that rings a bell, that means that I'm processing the information or the conversation through auditory channel, and I'm listening or creating internal dialogue, or I'm really paying attention to what you're saying because that's my preferred mode of communication. Or you are the feeling type that you speak a little lower, more timber, and your words just ooze out of your mind because you're putting words to the feelings that you're having. What was interesting about this class and typically in this area is most of the people in this class were feeling oriented, which means that in law enforcement, that's a good trait to have, but it also creates a downside because you're not very quick at being able to pick up the other two modes of communication that someone may be communicating with you in and again, there's mismatch of communication, and that's where things can quickly escalate because there's not understanding, there's no empathy, there's no meeting of the minds, and things can get out of hand. That's where it gets dangerous. Absolutely. It's like they're speaking, people are speaking two languages. Two totally right? different languages. Two different Absolutely. languages, the way they receive it, the way they're giving it, and vice versa. And so we gave them tips and skills that you can begin to apply to enter into the person's uh, world, their perception of how they're representing reality, because we don't experience reality directly. We can only represent it in the mind. And so it's important to understand that everyone is a unique universe, that they're having a totally different experience. And so we taught them skills to observe, to see what the person is doing with their, uh, with their eyes, to see some of the facial, gestures. the facial gestures and how to enter into rapport. Do you remember the definition of rapport, Vicky? I'm going to put you on the spot here. No, hold on. Let me get it. What is rapport? Rapport is basically being able to create a, a response, a desired response. So you can even agree to disagree, but again, you're creating a response. It's the ability to, to get a response, a desired response. And so with rapport, people would tell you anything. That, that's like the hero program. When you enter into rapport with little children, they'll become little blabbermouths. <laughs> you can't shut them up. You can't shut them up because, again, they feel comfortable with you. They feel that they're listened to. Do you remember that one couple of officers <laughs> to where we intentionally had one begin to break rapport and mismatch the communication style? Do you remember what happened to the other officer? What was his response? Oh, he started breaking out in the sweat. Yes. I mean, totally just sweat. He felt violated. He felt like, uh, even though this was an exercise, he had a very visceral experience, breaking out in, in sweat, and his whole face was flushed because he felt that he wasn't being listened to. Imagine. That's an officer, okay? Uh, and explain to everybody why you would actually give one true scenario and one false scenario, how you break up everybody yeah. in the room to kind of give their, uh, give a story. Yeah. So, uh, so this is an exercise in calibration and observation, uh, prowess. So I, uh, I have, uh, officers, I break up officers into A's and B's 
I take the A's and I give them a specific set of instructions. And I take the B's and I give them a totally separate set of instructions and then bring them together to carry out the exercise. So again, one doesn't know what the other one's doing, but they quickly begin to see that something is either flowing right or something is not right. And so when when someone is out of rapport, you feel like, like something is wrong in this conversation and this micro relationship, there's something wrong. And yeah. so and so that's that's where you, you begin to see the breakdown and in communication. You know, what I really appreciate about this training though, and and I think it was in both cases, is the fact that and you okay, I gotta tell you something else, but I'll just hold on. Let me finish this one here. So what I could appreciate, Victor, is that there was feedback on how the partner relationship and team yes. environment, the dynamics and how this this program, how this course actually helped to understand the team dynamics, yes. the makeup of individuals within the department yeah, and even the leaders. Because we went into, if this is true, if this is mostly a feeling-oriented group, then that means the communication uh, in in different meetings and trainings needs to be sprinkled with a lot of uh, predicate words and phrases that are kinesthetic. So for example, again, uh, I use the earlier example of that feels right. That feels right, or does that make sense to you? That's Those are kinesthetic terms. Those are kinesthetic expressions. Or does that resonate with you is another example of, uh, of feeling oriented. Correct. And so with that said, uh, it gave them a good understanding, not just about their partner, but themselves. Right. Right. Self-awareness, self-awareness of how your mind works and how you have biases for what you tend to notice in others. Because we tend to like people that are like us and we tend to dislike people that are not like us. And again, this is where we get into the differences that separate us. I know that one of the responses that we got and you got we got some really good positive feedback on the course. Um, One of the 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 police officers came back to say that it helped them. What they found effective was the understanding of how that, you know, they learned how to read body language. This was in two hours. Okay. Two hours. This was a crash course in two hours. How to quickly read body language and begin to understand what's going on in the other person's mind. Can you imagine how many marriages we just saved? <laughs> I mean, I'm telling you what, there's some lucky spouses. I gave some examples. If you got a kid, if you're kinesthetic, if you're feeling oriented, you got a visual kid, it's like you need to change your style of communication. Yeah, or your wife. Or ver- yeah, exactly. Or your wife or your husband or what have you. So... You know, I'm looking at all the responses as we speak. And, oh, my goodness, Victor, like, they were very happy. I can, nothing but fives. Look at that. Excellent. And you know what? Oh, so I was telling you earlier that I just got a call from another department. Interesting. Yes, that they would, they're they're looking at trying to get us on board to to get out there as well. And so I'm excited. You know, I want to reach out not just to our HPD, Harris County, I'm thinking, like, just imagine if we can just tap into every law enforcement. I was also a consultant to the district attorney's office in El Paso, and I taught their prosecutors, their their uh, associate prosecutors, how to cross-examine on the witness stand. There was an attorney general that was visiting uh, from Austin that particular day that I put on the training, and he says, Victor, I'd like for you to come to Austin 
to be able to do a training for the AG's office. Now, I thought they'll follow up with me. Little did I know, it's like I needed to take the initiative and get all the contact information so I could follow up with them. Missed opportunity, but that's water under the bridge. So if you have a law enforcement agency, if you work at a law firm, uh, call us because we will be happy to put on a complimentary free uh, one to two hour training uh, to get your feet wet and to really understand this psycho technology. This is a technology of the mind of how the mind works and how you can apply this in sales. You can apply this in management. I gave the example of an agency that I work with, how there was a lot of miscommunication with a visual director and a uh, auditory uh, subordinate. So there is, uh, this happens every single day in America's boardrooms and in companies that there's a lot of misunderstanding and miscommunication because you don't understand how the other person is wired, how they're put together. Correct. Interesting. I mean, I know I'm looking at one of these other responses and, and I, as I mentioned to you earlier about self-awareness and one of the notes that are here says, I realize how sensitive I am. Yes. Probably a kinesthetic person. Yes. And I mean, most of them were yeah. kinesthetic, right? Yes. Yeah. And so, um, you know. Those are the kind of people, by the way, they either like you or dislike you right from the get-go. It's like they have a gut feeling about you because, again, that's how they're processing their experience. Okay. Yes. And so sometimes you have this bias that you bring into any uh, situation, any meeting, that uh, that you need to suspend until you actually get to know the person. And, you know, one of the things here is you know that here in Houston. Uh, the cultures. The cultures. But the amount, you know, these these police officers, one of the things that they, one of the questions that they had asked was about how does this affect someone who has mental health conditions? Yes. Right. And Specifically dyslexia. Yes. How does this affect? And so I think that, you know, you want to add, I mean, tell us more about that. Well, basically, that means you need to really, really slow down, really pay attention to how they're answering your questions, uh, really try to empathize. And you may have to ask the question more than one way and pay attention to how they answer, because again, they may have a mental a disability or a mental deficiency, or a, uh, it's not a handicap. We don't use that word anymore, but just mentally challenged. And so it's important, especially in de-escalating situations, so they don't get out of hand. Right. Well, that was some good information. And especially because, I mean, these police officers, I mean, this this, inf this tool is save, saving lives, Victor. Yes. Because, you know, when these when these Police officers are called into to a call. Right. Right. And having to build rapport. Yes. Right. It gives them the understanding on how to connect with the person. Instantly. Instant rapport. Instant rapport. Without having to hug them. <laughs> yes. Yes. And like you said, and how to connect with them, what verbiage are they going yes. to use to have. Yeah the person engage in to read the response. One of the studies that came out of Guantanamo Bay that I shared with uh, this particular group is that uh, rapport skills 
actually are more effective than waterboarding. That's what they discovered, that if you have an interrogator with excellent report skills, they're able to get higher quality information out of a detainee as opposed to using, you know, extreme measures to try to coerce someone into giving you information. So again, that's how important it is. Report skills works in every single life situations, pretty much in every field. And that's what Vicky and I can teach you in a one hour. All it takes is a one hour uh, workshop. I, and we're willing to put it on complimentary at your organization to teach you to escalate, to become more proficient. Absolutely. And if you are law enforcement and we can send you over our suites of services, we do have one specifically for this area, please email us at weescalate at gmail.com. And we are approved vendors of the city and the county. Yes, we are. So there's no reason why not to call us. No, there's not. No, there's not. I mean, we are willing to drive Brazoria County, Fort Bend, Galveston, or around the country. Hey, it doesn't matter. We are here. We are here and we want to teach your team so reach out to us. When I first learned neurolinguistics, uh, I was told by one of my instructors that it was being taught at Langley at the CIA headquarters. And of course, uh, there's a lot of articles. One of them I shared with uh, this particular group uh, that appeared in an FBI journal on how to use rapport in, uh, in interrogation and uh, detective work. So again, this is this is something that dates back to the... 70s. That's how far in neurolinguistics got started in Santa Cruz, uh, University of California, Santa Cruz. And what was that story you said about that one detective? Yeah, that one, one detective that was not in one of my trainings. Uh, he was under suspicion that uh, that he was not uh, totally on the up and up. And so the the detectives that took my training begin to question him. And of course, uh, by observing the, the, and using the skills that they learned, they quickly found out that he was making up all of his answers. He was, by, by how he was moving his eyes, he was totally making it all up and he was busted. So they called me and said, Victor, this stuff works. It's like we were able to use it uh, uh, internally. Yeah. Yeah. And so I uh, really encourage you to reach out, reach out to us. Uh, Victor, anything else we want to add? That's about it. That's enough show for today, Vicky. That is. And, you know, and, and as Victor mentioned and we've mentioned before that we can execute, we want to close any sort of gaps that your company may have, whether you're a new startup or an existing company organization that is um, struggling or, you know, it, it, we can definitely fit our training to your organization or right. needs. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that's going to do it, my friends. Until next time, go out and escalate. Have a great night.